Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Love, Lust, and Badass So I am one of your hosts, CEO Hayes, and we're joined uh, by the beautiful, the the voluptuous, the bosom beauty herself, and this lady is in the building. What's going on, lady? Hey! <laughs> and uh, I gotta say, so before we get into our topics for today, I gotta say, right, I got, and we're actually gonna call it Audible. I'm gonna, I'm gonna drop the last email so you know, lady, just so you know, we're gonna save that for next week, because they actually hit me back up with something, so we're gonna, we're gonna come back with, with something else on that. Okay! So, um... But I had the most beautiful woman ever slide into my DMs today. And then 15 minutes later, she was dumb as a bag of rocks. So, like, it was not going nowhere. That's what you was talking about on Twitter. No, no. Oh. No, not at all. That's what I said. I saw you talking about somebody on Twitter. No, that was just that was just general. General me being general, being provocative on the mm-hmm. timeline shit. That wasn't no real shit. <laughs> um, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so that, the bag of rocks, okay? Listen, when I say that that conversation was one of the listen, that shit was bad. I was looking at that conversation like you got to go somewhere. Like your mama had to do better than this. Sheesh. Your mama not had to do good. Love. Lust. Lust. And that so. First thing that I want to talk about. So you had a segment on this week's Awakened Soul podcast. Anyone who doesn't listen to it, make sure you go and check out the Awakened Soul, the Cookie Chronicles. Lady always does a good job. Um, and you talked about you talked about uh <laughs> deal breakers, right? And talking about your deal breakers right off the rip. Um yeah. so I, I wanted to bring bring it up here, right? Because I think this is something that people don't do. Like, I want to applaud you first for bringing up your something that you thought would be deal breakers for most people, even though he was kind of taken aback by why you bring that off. This is something that, like, can we normalize this in 2020? Because there's there should be nothing yes. wrong with bringing up something that could be a major deal breaker right off the bat. So that way you know what you're getting getting into. This is it's like the people who, like, for example, like won't tell people that that they have age or something right off. The, like, this is shit that really. Like if it's serious and it could be a huge deal breaker, like you saying that you didn't want to birth your own, you may not want to birth your own children. That 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 could be something that makes or breaks a relationship for somebody. So why waste the time getting to know someone? Um, and I just I it, when I'm listening to it, I'm like, hey, like I was literally fist pumping. I'm like, thank you for somebody talking about this shit and normalizing it. So I had to take the time <laughs> on our platform to congratulate, to just applaud you for it because this is something that more people need to do. It is, and I was very surprised at his response it was almost uh i want to say annoying for lack of a better word the way he responded because i'm like wow anyone else would have been um appreciative (laughs) that you didn't waste their time like and for men especially men that don't have their own kids and that want to be dads like a lot of them are not open to the whole surrogacy thing or adoption or foster care. They want their own blood from their child and they don't want surrogacy because they want to be able to just have sex with the woman they love and fill on her belly and like go mm-hmm. through all the motions. 
And so I'm like, okay, let me just tell people this up front because, again, it could be a deal breaker. And I'd rather not waste somebody's time. Yeah, I mean, there so you go. his reaction like took me back a little bit, but I was like, listen, it is what it is. Like, I think I, think, I, don't, I don't know what to tell you. I think it could be taken. Like, it could take a lot of people back just because people aren't used to be people being that upfront about something like that like because they're people just aren't like we've talked about it before you know, a lot of the letters we get people aren't upfront with how they feel about stuff in general sometimes so like to come out the bat with something that that is so serious and and so straightforward i can see why it takes people back but this is why i say we need to normalize this because this needs to be something that, like it's just for example like people who are like like you said you you made the comparison that don't want kids and then they they sit there and they think that the, the, someone is going to change their mind or maybe the other person will come around or whatever. And then they get five years into a marriage and then they resent, they hate each other, especially when they start, their friends yep. start having kids or whatever. And they start getting surrounded by nieces and nephews and godchildren. They start yep. looking at the spouse like, oh, I think we want to have kids. And the, the person looking at them like, I I'd never wanted to have kids. So it's like, why, why waste your time? A lot of that stuff could be all, you know what? I think we need to get to the point to where, and I understand on, on like the first date people say, it's too much but by the third date we need to lay everything on the motherfucking table and that may even be too late i don't even think it's too much listen if he hadn't asked me on a date he probably would have got that via inbox <laughs> through the date <laughs> because that's how serious i am about it and yeah. i at this point i really don't think that i'm going to change my mind like yeah. <laughs> there was one specific situation where i would have but for the most part it still would be enough like no, and then, and then this <laughs> no. is like, this, this, this. I tell people this isn't even to make. So please, lady, do not take offense by this. I just don't know how to, else to word it. Charge it to my lack of 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 <laughs> being able to word it rather than how it's going to come out. But we're we're getting old. Like our age group is getting yeah. old, and it and pregnancies for women get more and more risky the older you get. Yeah. And this is just real talk. And for somebody to be afraid in their mid thirties or whatever, to birth their own, to say, Hey, I want kids if the situation, but either we can do a surrogate or I'm fine with adopting because hell, I may not be, I may not, I want to be around to raise the kid too. You got to think about that type of stuff. They're a huge uh, health risk. And while of course, modern medicine has made it less and less of a chance of passing away during childbirth and stuff like that. Still people like you hear horror stories of people who, who have, have children late in life for example my mom my uh youngest tw twin sister she had then when she was she would have been 37 and they were born two months premature had to stay in the hospital for a month before they can come home and like they had my mom on all types of shit the last couple of weeks of that and it's like you, you don't want to see that for people if they can avoid it yeah i mean if maybe five years ago if you asked me if i wanted kids i would have been like that eh, possibly yeah. i might but, you know, being older, 34, people keep asking, like, when are you going to have kids? When are you going to have kids? Getting older, like, it's going to be more difficult. And I'm like, listen, like you said, this day and age, there's women in well into their mid-40s having children. Like, I was not afraid to be one of those women. Like, I always said that if I had kids of my own, I wanted to be able to enjoy my marriage first for at least five years. And then we could talk about having kids. Yeah. But now that I'm a little older, I'm like, nope, don't want them. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right, well, let's move into that to our first actual topic. Uh, this one is about serial daters. And I ran across an article getting ready, like coming up with stuff for this podcast. And 
came across. I'm like, that's an interesting concept that I don't think in any iteration of Loveless and Badass, so even with the previous co-hosts that we've ever talked about serial daters. And this article paints it in a, in a light that it's like, you can understand why people have stigmas about it, why people do it and everything else. So we're not going to talk about necessarily the article specifically. I put that in there so we can kind of both brush up on our knowledge. But what do you think about people who are considered serial daters or do serial dates? Um... Part of me thinks that it's okay to do, mm-hmm. um, but part of me thinks it isn't. I think it really just depends on where the person that's doing the serial dating, like what their intentions are. Mm-hmm. I don't think someone that is just getting out of a relationship and that needs to heal should be serial that dating. I agree with. Yeah. But if you are healed and you want to get back out there and jump back up on the horse and do your thing, then do you. But I don't think if you are still damaged from something prior to that, you should drag other people into that. And that's why I'm like, no, don't do it. I think the, the difference in what you're saying is there's a difference between serial dating to avoid the pain of what you went through thinking that that's you're going to find somebody who's magically going to, you know, I had that, that tweet not too long. It was about a month ago when I was like, people, hop into these relationships thinking that somebody's going to love love them enough to heal them and the shit don't work that way. If you're serial dating because of that, then yeah, that's problematic. But if you are healed, you've, you've taken the time to re- reconnect with yourself and you're serial dating because, I mean, eventually, you know you eventually want to find, and there's nothing, let's let's also normalize multi-dating. It's fine to date multiple people as long as you're honest with the people of where you, where you are. And hell, if you go on a date every Saturday and if it's if it just happens to be a different person every Saturday and you can you're emotionally ready for that and in a place where you're not sapping from other people, do you? Hell, we all grown. Be honest with where you are. I don't think nothing's wrong with it in that in that aspect. But you have some people who serial date and serial sleep with people because their ex hurt the hell out of them and they're and they're just using that as a way to avoid dealing with that pain. And that's where it becomes an issue. That or they're trying to fill a void. Definitely. Definitely. And you can never feel like People should not, you should not look at people in relationships to fill a void in you. They should add to you. Yes, they should add to your life. They should bring an aspect to you that helps make your life happier. But you should be a complete part. Dating is so much better when it's two complete people coming together to make something more beautiful. Think about how how much you're taking away from your relationship in the long run. If now somebody has to take time that you guys should be building your relationship to help build you back up. Like that's that's an issue. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Ain't, ain't no, listen, I don't want to do we that. in our 30s. And I like I'm not I'm so any more bears. Ain't nobody got time <laughs> to be building no motherfucking person up in 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 in, in <laughs> mid thirties. I'm letting you know right now. It's it's a couple of, like of course there's leeway. If you're working on yourself, that's fine. But if you're looking for me to fix you, my nigga, I'm crazy as shit. I ain't got time to be, I need to fix myself. I ain't got time to be fixing no motherfucking body. And I can't teach you to how to I be I call it what do I call it? I call it build a bear. I'm not yeah. doing no more build a bear. I think you just titled this no episode more. No More Build a Bear. I, I like that. I like that. <laughs> um but yeah, I think that's 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 a good point to end on that one. You got anything left to add to serial dating? No. article is pretty interesting though yeah i'll tag the article in the description uh you guys so you guys can read it too and and, you know if you have any questions or any aspect of it that you want to hear us talk about next week definitely send that in we'll continue to talk about that if needed um but this second topic is where i think we're going to spend a lot of time in this episode shout out to nat who sent this in because i when this first came up and it was like does premarital sex room relationships i'm like what i was legit i looked at that i did the whole dog tilt the head thing like huh and then when she followed it up with, because uh, premarital sex has the chance to int- introduce soul ties, children, and trauma 
into into your life that it can affect uh, effective relationship in the long term when those things don't work out. And that I'm like, huh, okay, I can kind of understand where you're coming from now with that. What do you think about it? So I've always said this, and not to get like super biblical, but y'all know I'm a PK at the end of the day. So it was never intended for us to have sex with multiple people. Mm -hmm. One of the reasons that we're so easy to swipe right in a sense is because we've experienced sex with multiple people. So the next person has to be just as good or better. Mm -hmm. So not only are we looking for the normal things that a person should have in a relationship as far as like characteristics that we want, um, but we're looking for, for good sex. And so... If we had did it the biblical way, you would only have known sex with one person. You would have nothing else to compare it to. Mm. And that would eliminate a lot of the other issues that we're having in dating and relationships this day and age, too. Yeah. I, you know, and it's so funny because I think you had you had a segment on The Awakened Soul at one point in which you talked about, like, nobody people need to talk about sex more often or, or something like that because you don't want to be stuck with nobody with bad sex it, but to to bring that together what's your point now you wouldn't know what bad sex was if you only have sex with one person now it would just be exactly. sex so it's like it, it's it's an interesting concept because i think as we own our sexuality more as a culture right and we start normalizing having premarital sex and you know even having sex with multiple people being in polyamorous relationships all that stuff as it becomes more and more into into the conversation and people talking about it more often it does make you sorry sorry dog was up there barking it does make you think uh it does make you think about stuff like this and you know we don't want to make this a religious religious podcast me and you have both been heavily in church i was a deacon you are the child of a pastor so we have a different a different <laughs> view on it than some people just generally do yeah. with religion but it definitely makes it all make sense right because you you do you see yeah. you have these people especially when she mentioned soul ties that was the thing that stuck out to me so much is because yeah. you have these people who have sex and soul ties are formed they are they do happen and then and then people are just so stuck on these people because you've you've shared a part like i've i've i've, I've called it this before every time you have sex with somebody you leave a piece of yourself with that person, whether it's intentionally or unintentionally. So then as we go around and we then keep being more and more incomplete people. And again, it's not saying that you can't regain those pieces of yourself through healing and things that we talked about before. But a lot of people don't do that. A lot of people just look at the sex thing. And some people can have sex with emotional ties. I'm not saying that everybody can, but some people can't. And then they try to keep having sex with people because that's what they should do. And knowing that emotionally and mentally they can't deal with that. So it's like, it just makes sense that for some people, you probably don't need to have premarital sex. Like, but it's not good. We live in, it, is that genie too far out of the box now to put it back in? Um, yes and no. Um, I think if we start raising our young kids to not have sex and show them the effects that it has, and we stop showing it so much on TV you know, kids watch everything. Teenagers watch everything. Hormones are raging, so it makes them curious. Um, then, yes, possibly. But then there's still the music, which is never going to change. So unless parents are, like, heavily monitoring what their kids are listening to, yeah. you got songs like WAP that are extra catchy that, you know, kids want to explore with. So I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. It's it's yeah, it's it's an interesting sample. I, this is one listen, listeners, I need to hear your feedback from this. I need to hear there are over 
almost 3,000 of you guys that listen every week. This is a topic that I really would like to hear <laughs> from the Lusties on. And what do you think about how premarital sex introduces soul ties, children, and trauma um, into, into future relationships? <laughs> I would love to keep this conversation going. So let me know what you think about it. Let's get into our third topic for today. Um, this one is just a, a question. And I don't think me, I think me and you are going to answer this one pretty straightforward. I don't know how long we're actually going to stay on this one. Do you need to be exclusive? to be committed to the person you're dating. No. Yeah, because commitment and exclu- exclusivity are two different. You can be exclusive to friends. So yeah. you can be, I look at it, I look at committed. I'm sorry, committed. I look at being committed of saying like, there's a lot of different levels to commit to commitment. I it, it could just be committed to telling you the truth, to being honest with you, to be honest with being open about how you feel, to be committed to being that person you can you can come and talk to so that we can figure out what the hell we're doing. I think people have confused, they, they've commonly think of commitment as exclusivity and they're really two different things yeah but some of those things you name people that you are dating should get that anyway Mm -hmm. as far as like clear communication and being a person that you they could turn to because this is like kind of off topic but kind of on so to me dating there's levels so before we even get to the dating aspect Mm -hmm. I typically like talk because dating to me is like going out. Like we're going out. We're trying to build to see where this could go. Um, I typically talk on the phone to people or like do like little meet and greets with them first to even see if they're worth dating. Because at the dating stage, I should already be able to come to you and talk to you about personal shit if we're on that level. But if I can't, then what, what are we doing? Like what's happening? that's true i like that i like that makes sense uh yeah i mean i think that's pretty straightforward and just honest with where you got to be honest with where you are with people and people just aren't and i don't get why i don't get why why it's so hard for people to just be honest with what the fuck they have going on like and where how they feel the thing that I think that, that i think about it is too is that i think people honestly just don't um they aren't honest with themselves. They don't take that time out to really focus in on what the what they feel. So then, of course, it's hard to communicate that to other people. It's hard to communicate like that's that stuff to other people when you're not being honest with yourself. Like this is why it is important to take time to do the work on yourself to really figure out what you want because people just bounce back and forth. And you know, I like how kind of all three of these topics all kind of come came in together. But like seriously, you have to take that time. Um, and be honest with yourself so then you can be honest to other people because to your point before how can you really be committed to someone if you don't even know what the fuck their deal breakers are to go back to the first thing that we talked about with you like how can i truly i can i can feel commitment towards you but at the end of the day if you if you're holding a card that can completely flip our whole script my commitment is only surface level to you because i don't even know what the fuck you got going on have i ever told you about the person who hit a kid for me no listen this motherfucker this motherfucker this woman and I'm like, I'm like, and I'm, when I, I saw the kid on like her Instagram, she's like, oh no, that's my little brother. I'm like, y'all look just motherfucking alike. Come, come three months later, come to find it. Like we, we never had sex. So it never got super, super serious. But like three months after being like, we were kind of talking, kind of seeing where it was going three months after that. She was like, I have something to tell you. I was like, yeah. She was like, that's actually not my little brother. That's my son. And I thought you would judge me because I think the kid was like 13 or 14 and she was like. 28 29 i'm like you realize that my son was born when i was 19 and we're all grown who the fuck is that shit ain't got nothing to do with me <laughs> i think it was more so the fact that her that her mom was raising the kid and that's probably what it was honestly but at the end of the day like this is what i mean you gotta you 
Because if you can't be real, I got kids. If you can't be real with what you're doing with your own kids, you ain't got a chance in hell about being around my motherfucking kids. And if that's the case, you definitely ain't getting far with me. So, like, people are wild, man. Like, it's just, it's... But... One of the, you know what we gotta yeah, do. At the end of the day, yeah, go ahead. At the end of the day, your journey is your journey, and whether you had the kid young or not, like you said, we're grown now. Why are you ashamed of your child? Yeah. Did, was that like a deal breaker for you? And dealing Come with on that? now, now you know damn well as many damn kids as I got. Let me and people always say that. I mean, that, but that don't mean sex was off the table because it wasn't serious. So I mean, you could still could have you know fooled around. But did you like dead her all together? Oh, because this, this is my thing. This is my thing. If you can lie to me about something like that in the stage where we're getting to know each other, getting to know each other is the foundation period, right? Of of like you kind of build mm-hmm. like if you end up t- going into a relationship, whatever else, it all builds on top of that. If you lying to me at that point about a kid, it'd be different if she lied to me about like, well, you know, I'm actually, I'm kind of in between jobs or, you know, actually I still live with my mom. Like, okay, that's not big. You lied about a human that that came out of your vagina. You lied to me about anything in that point that I think, that I think, I think. So it's just like, yeah, that was a deal breaker in that case because it was a fucking kid. Like, crazy. yeah, I'm good on that. We're going to have to do. I meet these hoes on social media. I didn't meet the motherfucker (laughs) on social media. Like. No, no I, really? Where I didn't. Her? Somebody hooked me up. Well, a friend of a friend hooked me up with it. But the thing is, they didn't know that was her kid either. And they were like friends for years. So this is not like something that she just... What? This is something she hides in her life in general. She's been saying that that's her brother for so long that that's just the, what she was believing at this point. It's like some shit off a of fucking soap opera. Mm. People are crazy, man. People are crazy. Um. Yeah, man, fuck all that. Uh, but that's it. We're gonna go ahead before we get into our break. You know, we gotta get the cookie of the week. Who you got for the cookie of the week this week? Yes, this week's cookie of the week is one of my business role models. Her name is Mia Ray. She sells um, a, she has a line of stuff that is called a G. She has like travel bags. She has pouches. She has wallets. She has makeup bags. Um, she has t-shirts. I think she's going to do like a G chains and we are called the Jihad, like the people that follow her. Um, she's a good business mentor. She's from Detroit. She pretty much did her journey, like vlog her whole journey from beginning to end. So I remember when she ordered, um, like one bag of, of retail stuff, wholesale to sell. And she was like driving it out to people and meeting people at the grocery store parking lots to like sell it to them. And now anytime she drops anything, it sells out in like two or three minutes top. Like wow. this girl is bad. You hear me? But her name is Mia Ray. Check her out on Instagram. There you go. We're going to go ahead and now we're going to take our break and then we're going to get into your questions submitted from the listeners. We'll be right back after this. Hey, ladies, are you tired of going out and seeing other ladies wearing the same thing you are? Tired of shopping online with other sites and seeing the same items? Do you want to be different and stand out? Check out Lady Haven, the boutique for unique styles. They constantly bring in new inventory and have great prices. Tell them Cookie Chronicles sent you by using the code COOKIE for a listener discount of 15% off your entire purchase and be sure to tell your friends. So we're back from break. We're going to get into the questions that are submitted by our listeners. Uh, for anyone who is listening to this, if you want to send in a question, you can do so at to lovelessonbas at gmo.com. That's where you can send in your letters. We'll read them, give you some advice, whatever it is. This week, we're going to get into the first one, and it is titled, How Do I Talk to My Boyfriend About Why He Doesn't Want to Have Sex Anymore? 
Put your pussy on his face, sis. (laughs) But uh, my boyfriend and I don't have sex much anymore. We've been dating for a year and a half, mostly long distance. Since we've been living together, we do it maybe once a week and only when when I initiate. When I ask him if anything's happened, he just gets irritated and says he doesn't know that nothing's going on. He's just not that interested in it anymore. It's it's, It's got nothing to do with me, ETC. How can I understand what's going on in his head better? How can I make sex fun and low stakes again? I feel like my disappointment in questioning, however moderate, only makes it worse. I'd love to hear from men about this. Please help. I guess that means it's more direct. Oh, this me. is your, you gotta give this advice. Um, um, I don't know. Cause I'm a freak and I want sex as much as possible. So, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> especially if we've gotten to the point of living together, you know, I got kids. Listen, every time the kids are asleep, I'm trying to sneak something in, whether it's eating some pussy, getting some head full of sex. We got to sneak it in. We got to get it in where we can get it in. If I see you in the shower and the kids are knocked out, I'm going to bend you over and start eating something. Like, that's what I'm going to do. That's just me. Everything, everybody's differently, but. I mean to be to be honest, I'm trying to think of a time where I there was ever a time where I just really like wasn't interested in sex, and it, there has been. Uh, sometimes it's due to like work stress, um, having a lot going on, being too tired. Like there was a period of my time, especially for some reason, when Alan was born, when kid number four was born, I swear that whole first year, all I wanted to do was sleep because it was all work and kids all the fucking time. I don't know why going from three to four kids changed so much. Like three kids. It was from two to three was straight rolling. Not not that big of a difference from three to four. That shit kicked my ass. Both of our asses. Um, (laughs) But it doesn't seem like you don't you don't say in this if you guys have kids or anything. But I mean, I wouldn't go right to it being something with you guys. But but it may be. I don't want to act like it's not possibility that maybe it's something going on in your relationship that he just doesn't know how to talk to you about. Um, And so it's affecting it's coming out through through sex or whatever. There's a lot of different reasons for it, but I think ultimately it has to be communication. You have to talk to them. Just be like, look, something's changed. This is what I've noticed. Can you address these things other than just dismissing it? Because it seems like from just the way you worded it in your letter, which is only one sided, that he's more so he doesn't want to talk about it. That's what I got from this. But I could be wrong. What do you think, lady? I would just ask him flat out. Like, listen, we used to have sex a lot more often now that we moved in. It has not been as much, um, and it's getting to the point where it's making me feel a kind of way, and it's making me uncomfortable. I'm trying to figure out what it is, but every time I try to have this conversation with you, you aren't as open about it. Mm -hmm. So this is the time that I need you to be honest with me, because I can't fix it if I don't know what's wrong. So, what is it? Just like this. See what he's saying. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, and even throw out some suggestions of what you think it may be. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, ask him, like, is it work? Are you stressed? Is it something going on? Like, family issues? Is it something personal with you? Make it about someone else. Like, make that the last resort because you don't want to automatically hop to that. But ask. Listen, try to suck his dick. If he turns down, if a nigga turns down a blowjob, a random blowjob, something ain't right. That's that's a key at the telltale. <laughs> I don't know too many niggas who's gonna turn down some random head, even if they are stressed. What about have you ever tried to give somebody head and they've been like, you know what? I'm good on that. Yes. What? So was something wrong with they cheating? Did you find I don't out? No, I don't yeah, I don't know. That's shit. I I'm letting maybe you know I right think, now. I told you like I, I would do it like while they're watching TV and I guess maybe they were watching a game and maybe they just ain't feel like it. Maybe they oh, were no. just too into the Listen. game. They was like Right there is not. I tell you right. Anyone who is interested in Hayes, if you want to give me some free head, I 
and we're together. I'm saying if we're in a relationship, because if you ugly and you try to give me head, I'm turning that shit down all day. But if I'm in a relationship and you offer me, I don't give a damn if I'm podcast. I could be on this podcast right now with lady. If somebody I was with walked in the studio and was like, I want to suck your dick, I'm going to stand up, pull my boxes down, and let them crawl under the desk. I'm going to continue podcasting. No. Yes. <laughs> I don't do that with me on the phone. <laughs> I'm, I'm just letting you know. <laughs> and you're going to give me a high five over it. No. Come on now, lady. No. I'm letting you know right now. Fuck all that. I remember. Mm-hmm. I won't tell that story. Never mind. All right. We got. <laughs> Now you gotta tell it now. You done already started it. No, nah, I'm not gonna tell it. it out. No, I'm not gonna tell it. Maybe later. Maybe later. <laughs> but uh <laughs> so we got uh we got we had two more emails. What do you think, like do you think I should we should go ahead and read the start one and then just do the update next week? You think we should hold off on it? What do you want to do? I think we all right, let's do the second one. This is our I last gotta, I gotta know the whole thing in its entirety. Okay. Well we'll go we got one more uh for today for you guys. Go ahead, lady, read the second email. <laughs> Is my new girlfriend just keeping me as a backup after a drunken night with her friend? Met a great girl in April, and it was going fantastically. Anyway, she met a guy at work last week, and they became friends. I asked her to officially be my girlfriend on Monday, and it was amazing. She was so happy, and we've been great together. However, on Wednesday, she went for a drink with this guy, ended up back at his house in his room. I knew this because my friend is his flatmate. My friend who lives in the room next door told me that he can hear them chatting. She said, I'm really sorry. I just became official with my boyfriend. I can't, but I really would go for it normally and I'm attracted to you. She then slept on their sofa and left the next day. I know my friend wouldn't lie to me and he told me out of concern. I know they've been texting a lot since because before she told me about this, I've seen his name flash up on her phone. I'm not sure what to do here. I'm not sure how to bring it up or what to say. We are very much in the honeymoon phase of our new relationship, so I don't know if I'm just a backup here or if she's keeping him as a backup. Any advice? Appreciate it. Listen, it ain't no motherfucking honeymoon phase if you already worried about her possibly wanting to sleep with other motherfuckers. That's a terrible-ass honeymoon. That ain't no fucking honeymoon phase. Um, What do you what do you think, though? Before I go on my my tangent, what do you, what do you think about this email? First of all, y'all just got together. Why the fuck is she going out with drinks with a new guy and then going back to him? The question shouldn't be if you're the backup. The question should be, am I dumping her or not? (laughs) It's way too early for issues like this if y'all just officially became one. Like, I don't understand why she felt that was okay. And then to sleep on his couch. Like, see, not to say that women deserve some shit, but for you to be a woman that you know a man is attracted to, you go out to drinks with him, you come to his house, go in his room, then tell him that you have a man, and then sleep on the couch. Mm -hmm. Like, not saying you have to do anything with anybody when you go to their house. But she she led him on to think that something else could have happened. Hence her going back to the house. Break up with her. I don't, I don't, you don't need to have no conversation. You just need to break it I, off. Like, I, this is unacceptable. I try my best not to give the advice to break up, right? Um, it's just like with like Listen. relationship therapists, they they'll I think it's like a code you don't tell tell a couple, oh, well, you guys should probably get divorced. Uh but this is it's too early for this shit. If this is how the relationship yeah. is starting, this is like she probably is keeping him around for her back. If any time somebody says, I would, 
but I just got a boy. Like, that's basically saying, listen, the moment this nigga fucks up, it's a go. Like, seriously. I would say that. You, you just, you just, you just got, like, for real, you got to learn to cut your losses. This is early on in the relationship. It's not worth this. At the end of the day, it's not worth it. And, you know, if you guys did become official, like, her going out on for drinks with another dude, it'd be different if it was just somebody that they were friends with and they were just meeting. Over. Like, for example, lady, if me and you got together and you were like, I'm going out with drinks with Josh. That's no big deal. That's the nigga. That's the homie. You feel me? He's not the nigga, but that's the homie. Um, <laughs> but I wasn't gonna say that. Exactly. But uh, uh, so that's different. But for it to be someone who clearly is interested in them romantically, and they go out for drinks anyway, after you guys established that you were in a committed relationship, no, that's too much too early on. You got you got a chunk to do on that one. People got to stop being afraid to just cut their law. I don't give a damn. If she's the finest motherfucker you've seen in the world, in your life, whatever. When people don't treat you right, when people don't hold you in the regard that you know you deserve, fuck them. You got to go. That's period, point blank. Can we normalize saying, saying what you feel and asking questions? Like, why are people so scared to ask this significant other questions? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're scared to have conversations with your significant other, why are you with them? That's what, you know, that's I'm, supposed I'm, to be one of the easiest people that you should be able to talk to outside of your close circle of friends. Like, I, I don't understand. I've said it before. If you can have raw sex with somebody, but you can't talk to them about real shit, something's, something's wrong going on. I don't even give a damn if yeah. it's a casual raw sex. If, you, if I can stick my dick in you raw, and not, and trust that it's not going to come out with an STD. You best believe I I need to be able to talk to you about real life shit. Who are these people crazy? <laughs> I don't and I don't know if it's my if, like I said. I know I'm getting more curmudgeonly the older I get. I know I am. Like I know for a fact I am. But some of this shit is just should just be common sense. People people you guys got to value yourselves more than you value these relationships yep. sometimes. Like. You people put uh, put so much weight on having somebody just to say that they have somebody that they, they deal with some shit that's disrespectful to them, the fucking ancestors, whoever you want to look at it. There is it's disrespectful <laughs> as shit, and y'all just put up with it because you because you want to be able to say you have somebody. This is the same thing for people who stay in marriages for so long, and then they they unhappy the whole la- half of the um, of the marriage, but they're just afraid to leave. You got to value yourself more than what you value somebody saying, looking at you crazy for your relationship, your marriage ending, you being alone, all that judgment, whatever. You got to value yourself more than that. And I, I always think about it like with you, with people asking you when you having kids. Fuck them people. You gotta oh, value I hate yourself. that. Like, it, you, like people got to stop. You got to stop putting up with bullshit. And I, it's true. When they say you teach people how to love you, that shit is real. And when you, when you ignore shit like this, especially early on in the relationship what you're doing is you're saying to them that it's okay and then so when they do this shit the next the first time y'all have a big fight and they go and hang out with billy and then they come back like well technically we were on a break and i sucked this dick bitch we were arguing for 12 hours you suck some dick in 12 hours you're teaching motherfuckers how to it's do it's called like conditioned behavior mm. you're conditioning someone um on how they treat you and if you don't nip it in the bud right away, like you said, they think shit is sweet and it ain't. And then if you never speak on it, it comes out in other arguments down the line. And then That's they're like, fact. well, you didn't say nothing then. So I'm like, no, just speak up more. Speak up. Say what you want. Say how you feel and keep it moving. But this shit, you got to dead this shit, bro. Like this not cool. <laughs> She said, "You gotta dead that shit, bro." I heard that shit. It's it's. <laughs> listen, I don't understand why people deal with some some of the shit they deal with. Like for real, it's just 
man. You know, I don't deal with the goddamn thing. I, my patience, very thin. My patience ain't shit, because I'll tell you what, the first time you do some <laughs> shit that's super questionable to me, you ain't even got to ask. I, you got to go. And I tell you, too, I'll be like, look, you ain't got to worry about texting me no more. I can give you an exit evaluation if you want one, but best believe I'm about to be real with you about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. I can see you being a dick about it, too. This, I'm not, See, that's the thing. People say that. I'm just straightforward with how the fuck I feel. That's that's all it is. And I know it can come off dick Straightforward in how you say things. Well, listen, I totally mean, the thing is, is, is people who know me know how I talk. Why would you expect me to talk any other way differently than how I talk 99% of my life? Just because it's a problem with you? I'm not finna be talking to you differently than that. Like, that's, that's, that is disingenuine. If I'm going to talk to you the same way I talk about every motherfucking else, I'm facing that shit head on. <laughs> it's all in your delivery. Okay. You know, you if can my be kids can take it, a grown person can take it. That's that's my that's <laughs> I talk to my kids the same way I talk to anybody else. If they can take it, a grown motherfucker should be able to take it. And if you can't, I don't give a fuck. That's your parents' fault. That shit ain't got shit to do with me. Horrible. Period. Horrible. Blank. Period point blank. It just is what it is. They people know what they're dealing with when they when they deal with Hayes. That's one thing that nobody can't say is that I did anything that they didn't expect me to do. Because that motherfuckers know I'm crazy as shit. Like you. I'm unpredictable. It is what it is. But I love hard though. That's the thing. When I love somebody, real talk. I love you, lady. There's nothing you can do to stop me from love. You can right now come and kick me in my balls. I'm still gonna love you, but we about to fight. But afterwards, I'm gonna love up on you. We're gonna fight, but I'm gonna love up on you afterwards. Like that's the, and I think that's why I am the way that I am is because once I do love somebody, whether it be friendship, whether it be romantically, whether it be anything, that love you have you have to work harder to lose the love at that point because you've already gone through the shit to get it. So if you've gotten my love, you've already been tried and true. But at the moment, for you to fuck that shit up, you got to because I because at the end of the day, I I don't expect like people have this expectation of love means. Like, you never say anything harsh to me. You know, I don't have the expectation. Listen, I want the realness. If I fuck up, I want you to be like, hey, is you fucking the fuck up and you acting like a dumbass. I love you, so I'm not, I'm going to know that it's not coming from a place of trying to hurt me because I know that you love me and I love you. So it's like people who have this like thing where they their whole ideal of, of somebody loving them is, is shattered when somebody talks to them harshly. Sometimes motherfuckers need to be talked to harshly. And some of the, the, the reasons people act the way they do because their parents didn't just tell them that they was being a dumbass and they tried to give them a participation <laughs> trophy. Like, for real, real talk. That participation trophy? Just saying. Jesus Christ. I'm just saying. Feel good. Man, listen, I'm so upset that this beautiful-ass, dumbass woman slid in my DMs today. When I say she is, I'm going to send you a picture of her. And like, you're going to be like, yeah, she's fine. Pretty feet, everything. But she dumb. Like, I just, I couldn't. I couldn't, I couldn't take it. <laughs> she didn't even last twelve hours, lady. It was like you dumb. I, 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 I you got to stop. Get out of my inbox. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> it's hard out here for a pimp. <laughs> the pickings is slim. Okay, you under you, you under you seeing that now? Pickings is real slim. This shit is deep. Quality man. is far and in between in the dating world. Oof. I'm glad I ain't got to worry about that shit. That's all I got to know. Like, I'm, fuck it. I'm just, you know what? But you do because you are getting to know people. It's nope. part of the process. You know, you know what I'm doing from now on? This is what I'm going to do. This is this is going to be my, my I'm going to send a, a, a 200, wor a 200 questionnaire for anyone who's interested in me. And they got to they gotta fill that out completely. Because what I'm going to do on that, that's going to let me know their psyche. 
It's going to let me know if they can spell or not. It's going to let me know if they know proper sentence structure. And if they got the 42 to get through a 200 question questionnaire, 200 question questionnaire, and send it back to me, they really got to be interested at that point. Oh, my gosh. You should have just, you know what? A night with Hayes. <laughs> you are not going to get off that, are you? A night with Hayes, I'm telling you. Most people won't survive a night. Like, first of all. The first thing, the first criteria needs to be they need to send feet pics in. That needs to be the first thing, period. Because I'm letting you know right now. Hey, look, let somebody, we can draw up the specific. If you let somebody slip through yeah. and we go through this whole process and then they feet are, you know what I like in feet. So if they feet are not up to par, I'm letting you know, lady. I'm, I don't know, though, because sometimes you show me feet pictures and I'm like, I don't like their feet. How do you like their feet? Like, I would have to go back through and see if I still got them. Okay. We're going to have to go back. But you sent me a few and I was like, you like those? He's like, they're okay. And I was like, no. Oh, the thing. So they're okay thing. No, we're not. No, we're not doing okay feet. They need to be beautiful feet. That's the thing. That's a, it's a different But criteria. you have been okay sometimes with okay feet. No. That, it's okay feet is just like. There's to, one time specifically I remember, but we'll talk it's about like that to, to look at it and be like, oh, her feet, are, her feet are okay is different from saying, oh, I'm going to go on a on a date with these feet. That's completely different. <laughs> a night with haze. We're going to work this out. <laughs> We're going to work it out. Whatever. It's going to be like a monthly subscription thing. <laughs> <laughs> we should only open it up to Patreon subscribers once you launch, launch, launch the Patreon. There you go. That'd be a good oh a night with Hayes and a night with Lady. We should auction us both off. That'd be a great way to kick off the Patreon. This is about you. No, no, this is about us. This is about us. As it's you. always been about you. No, this is about us. <laughs> this is about us and our brand. Um, <laughs> lady, I I got I have so much fun recording this with you. I, I for anyone who doesn't know, I know we missed the episode last week and we were going to try to catch up, but by the time we were able to catch up, we were like we might as well just wait and bring this week's episode. But lady had strep throat last week. Um, they try to take yeah. my lady's voice. Uh, she's back, full, full, in, full in effect, and you know we we got to be healthy. And the, the thing is, I want to give a, a, a hats off to lady because the fact that you were trying, you were willing to work through that shit. I like no. I was no because you know working with you, it's stressful sometimes. How? Because because you're so on go. Oh yeah. And don't get me wrong, I love podcasting. I do. I love it. But I think you love it just a little bit more than me. So sometimes when I can just chill and relax and take a couple weeks off, you still be like, so it's hard keeping up with you. Uh, that I that I completely understand, but I mean, when, especially when it comes to your health, you know. And I uh, like, and I, and I told you, I, I was glad that you were. And the first thing. To ladies credit, the first thing she said is, well, we already missed one week a couple weeks ago. I don't want to make it a habit and miss it again. I had to be like, girl, you're sick. Sit your ass down. (laughs) So, yeah, like, and I've I've honestly, like, I'm thinking back on it. I've just been blessed with health for the most part um, since I started podcasting. There was that one time I had surgery, and then I I had surgery on, like, a Thursday, and I still podcasted on that Sunday. And Dan on drugs hit me up. He was like, bro, you were slurring. You were kind of slurring a little bit on this episode. You need to learn to stop. But um, you fought through it. I fought through it. So I, I know I, I know I I fight through a lot and I know I'll be on it and I'm a well old machine, but listen, I, I it, that does not mean that I don't understand the human aspect of it. And people gotta realize it. I know people expect and love consistency from podcasting, but motherfuckers gotta be healthy. That's what it all boils down to. That's true. So that is true. Um we love you. Yeah, you know but you, you 
you hard to keep up with. I'd be like, ooh, he'd be on a hundred every day. It's not, it's, not pe- it's not many people who can keep up, especially with the amount of content I do. Like, I have four weekly podcasts. Like, that shit is fucking ridiculous, as it is already. Um, And I got two just being with you. See, see, see. <laughs> Oh. And you really thought I was gonna keep on with Cookie Chronicles? I was like, hell no! <laughs> this is this this is enough right here. I I can't do well. I mean, I can't it. do a whole hour episode of Cookie Chronicles and a segment and love like like no. Yeah. Kudos to you because I can't. I don't got the time. I don't got the energy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but uh, you know, we, we're gonna keep it pushing. We're gonna work out our Patreon and start releasing extra episodes to subscribers there. Um. Once we announce the tiers, uh, you know, we've just been hit. We got a lot of shit going on. Lady is a business owner, which I'm actually working with her now on that. Like the thing with me and lady is me and lady at this point, you should know anything that I'm working on. Lady's probably going to be involved in anything. Lady's working on. I'm probably going to, we just a team at this point. We Bonnie and motherfucking Clyde a podcast. That's what it boils down to. <laughs> we need to fuck around and get an LLC together and just make it a whole thing because yeah. yeah. Our hands is in each other's stuff so much, we might as well cut each other checks for shit. Exactly. Like at this point. <laughs> that point with that. But uh, that's been another episode of Love, Lust, and Badass. So, lady, go ahead and give them your social media. Let's get the fuck up out of here. Catch me at the first lady, D A F I R S T underscore L A D I. Oh, and if you've been trying to reach me on Facebook, Facebook has banned me for 30 days. What did you do? As of yesterday. Because, so Josh was our resident Love Us and Badass Soul co-host, <laughs> one of them. He was doing a live, him and B. Mm-hmm. And Brian, no, Josh said something about like men are stupid. And Brian was like, no, they are. We aren't stupid. We're kings and blah, blah. And I was like, no, men are stupid. And I typed it in a live and they considered that hate speech. So they banned me from messaging, liking, posting, anything on Facebook for 30 days on both of my pages and you know i have two separate pages so both of my pages i'm banned which is crazy so just reach out to me on twitter the first lady instagram the first lady and yeah that's it (laughs) (laughs) that's crazy you got like that's for 30 days that's crazy i sent you the screenshot i thought i didn't get it oh damn i'll send it hate speech apparently that's crazy just like the time that i said like what did i I got i was only seven days for me but i said something like ah i can't remember like the pink-toed people or caucasian people and it wasn't even nothing it was something like casseroles like white people make you know the white people love their casseroles and i got banned i got it put in facebook jail for seven days for that i was like come on y'all do love y'all casseroles why are you getting mad over it but Listen, at this point, black people just need to make their own platform. We can say whatever the fuck we want and call it a day. The only thing that should be a stipulation is, you know how Instagram does where you can ban certain words from being commented on your stuff? Mm -hmm. That's the only restriction that it should have. Yeah. The only restriction, but you know, that's another story. To each their own. Um, did you give your yeah, you gave your social media. You can follow me at CEO Hayes. That's CEO H A I Z E. You can follow us collectively at Love Lust and BAS Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, love lust and BAS at gmail.com. And if you want to send us a voicemail, you can do so at 614-547-2039. We are the number one adult podcast in the world. We off this bitch. Peace. Bye. I don't really wanna go.